Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of Dish It Out Didi, a podcast designed and built for women of color to dish out their stories. On our third episode, we have Monica, and I'm not going to try saying her last name. She can teach us how to say that. Monica is currently living in Lagos, Nigeria. She is an environmental activist, a dance queen, and an unapologetically badass. Welcome to the podcast, Monica. Hey, hey, Monica Fatogun. That's my name. Fatogun. But Monica is good. Fatogun. Fatogun. I think I got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Natural. Yeah. Sounds a bit Indian. Fatogun. I know, right? Like, Fatogun. people thought that at a point. There's, it's like, it's, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like Padukun. Yeah, exactly. Like, at a point, they thought that, oh, are you guys related? I think they asked my sister that, and my sister was just looking at them. Me, I just own it and say, yeah, yeah just I'm be like, yeah, she might, you know, she might mommy's kuri. <laughs> I guess, okay, so how would we explain what is mommy? Mommy's like your mom's brother's wife's daughter. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was Masi. No, Masi is uh, mom's sister. So yeah, I'm this... not good with those lines. Ah, it's all good. That's why you have me, right? Yeah. So this month, the focus is a little broad. Um, I wanted to start off by having stories about what it means to be a woman of color or you know, how each of us defines ourselves, in what, whether that's in our community or in society. And, and any advice, knowledge that guests have that they want to share. Okay. So today, Monica's here to talk about her experience being both Nigerian and Indian, as well as uh, touch on some key socially constructed norms that people constantly bombard women with and those who are biracial. So just give us a little bit of background on where you grew up and where you're living now. Hi everyone, I'm Monica Fatogun. I have an Indian mother as well, and a Nigerian father. I was born in Russia, stayed in India for a bit to do my nursery school, moved to Nigeria for a while, then moved to India again, and I was studying there. It's a lot. Then I went to the UK to study, I came <laughs> back, and then I met Aman Preet, and then, you know, now I'm in Nigeria, so this is great if you if you guys were catching on to where I was. So Nigeria, so Russia, India, Nigeria. Now I'm in Nigeria, that's in full. Nice. Wow, what a journey. It's pretty. That's awesome, though. Yeah, I, I even can't. Sometimes when people ask me exactly where were you at this time, I sometimes don't know because I get <laughs> it's like i think i was in russia no i i but i did my nursery in india so right confusing at times that's okay i think it's that's an adventure right in its own way yeah (laughs) but i think what it did was was so i i have this movement you know i was moving a lot when i was small so that also kind of helped made you not fit in because there was a lot of movement you didn't spend time somewhere so maybe you didn't learn, learn the language enough or so anyway we're getting into it. we're getting okay. into that <laughs> oh it's okay yes yeah, slowly but there's some good points there we'll probably I'll, i picked up on some stuff so i'll probably bring it back but i guess okay. uh, 
one of the biggest questions I have for you is what has been the biggest challenge for you growing up biracial? Okay. Um, there, there, there are some good sides because, you know, the level of, you know, people get interested in your background, I guess, because like, oh, you lived here and you live there. But for me, like one of the biggest challenge was not really feel, you know, feeling like you had to, you had to prove your heritage mm-hmm. or oh, your Oh, you're Nigerian and Indian. Are you Nigerian enough? So sometimes, even till now, it happens. I have to prove I'm Nigerian enough. Oh, do you know how to cook? Do you know? Do you know this? So right. people really get surprised when I know stuff. Right. And they're like, "How come?" You know. And it, it, it's sometimes it's innocent to them, but then mm-hmm. you know, for someone that has been used to it, it just it's some does something to your morale at times. Same thing in India. Oh, you know how to oh my god you eat bindi or you like mishti or you know are you sure you're indian or you know so you that does something to you where you feel you don't have a place where you belong and you you know you don't have a place where you're fully accepted or fully understood because people are still questioning how much of an indian are you or how much of a nigerian are you and then because of the patriarchal society in africa and in nigeria also once they hear your Nigerian, your father is Nigerian, they're like, you're Nigerian, you know. But but they are the same people that will say, are you really Nigerian though? Right. Like, can you clean like, your hand? Like, this is one thing that used to disturb me about was my the palm of my hands. Like, it's right. my sister, we have soft palm. So they're like, ah, you don't do hard work because most of them here have really right. hard palms, you know. Um, so they're like, oh, you don't work. Do you even do this? You know, they kind of peg you as a very they peg you as a very like polished no chores you know someone who doesn't do chores someone is that is pampered so they automatically look at you as oh you're not that nigerian enough although they want to prove your night they want to say you're nigerian because your father is nigerian right so every time i have to correct them that no i am indian okay like the 50 percent is there so yeah, that that is the hard part. Like you just feel like you don't know where you belong because even if I say, oh, I'm Nigerian, even in Nigeria, because of how you look, you know, mm-hmm. you, they don't feel same thing in India. I don't really look Indian, mm-hmm. color color wise. I think so, like one of the things, just I guess, just being like a woman growing up in a, you know a community as yeah. such as Nigerian or Indian, one of the things is that is that belong like where do i belong right so as a woman you kind of question that but if you you know you're both nigerian and indian and like you said you always have to kind of justify like you know justify that i'm both and that's you know like why are you not okay with that like you know it's kind of like 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 what you're saying is already a challenge enough to be a woman But then you have like and biracial, yeah. Yeah, and then you have like you know these other layers where which make you amazingly who you are, and then but you have all like you know you have all these challenges. I and mean, it's interesting how the you know the community doesn't want to recognize that you're both because your since your father's Nigerian, you're just Nigerian. But then there's like this whole other part of you that's just as valuable, right? Oh. so yeah so I guess like you know I think like in the beginning you kind of um, 
mentioned like the movement and how that brings about curiosity in other people like the movement in your life journey from here to there and that you know that draws people and people are curious about it so it also seems that that justification comes with that as well right so yeah i guess how how do you overcome that because i think many people who might be listening even if they're not like have the same similar background as you seems like there's always that part one part of us that always has to justify what we are and so like you know how how do we overcome that genuinity of somebody being curious about who we are but then then they say something and then you kind of have to like justify it yeah so the thing is i i i don't lie sometimes that tendency is still there to justify especially if you have like relatives or some old person talking like sometimes you want to because out of respect actually yeah there is that tendency but what i've learned is no matter what you do no matter what you say whether you're doing it the right way or the wrong way or the medium right me whatever you do you're always going to be talked about and never in a good light you're going to have people that'll never talk about you in a good light no matter what you do so even if you say what you want to say or you want to justify there's there are, some people will not listen mm-hmm. so it's better you just present yourself oh this is how i would like to be and just leave it because the the best thing is you can't really change the mind of other people it's very hard you know that's like, so true i would just rather say that oh yeah you know this is who i am correct them if i have to that yeah but this is who i am mm-hmm. and then you just go whatever they want to think if they still have that mind like at the end of the day what they think really is not supposed to bother you at all i mean as humans i understand it does sometimes but you have to you have to go you go you have to go past that moment yeah It'll be that moment you feel oh he said that about me but you have to bounce back and be like yeah mm-hmm. forget it because like i am me and if hard. you can't like accept that then that's on you cuz you know i got to live my life yeah yeah exactly yeah. and i and i know like um i, I we've known each other since 20 2014 i can't even remember 2014 and one of the things that i know we usually discuss is uh colorism and um how it i i know for a fact that it it exists in india and south asian communities um but i think a couple weeks ago when we were kind of discussing the episode and what we want to talk about you were expressing that it also exists in nigeria and to me that actually came as a shock cuz i I I I mean I guess I think it's cuz I don't really see it like how that would exist but it I think it'd be an interesting perspective if you touched a little bit about that. So I I think it's a bit different. So in in so Indians we they generally feel that I'm not saying this is right. I mean there are many organizations and word of mouth and movements that are going against that ideology that you know fair is beautiful and that's the only way. But a large part of India most so for example a large part of Asia are where brown people are. So if you are a colored you know different from brown 
they just automatically don't see that as a skin color so they're saying you know so that was the case for me because i can't say i'm brown well maybe i i think i'm a toner a bit darker than the normal brown <laughs> so generally you would have aunties telling you to be lighter mm. and i think it's different from me because it's not like it's not like you're trying to be lighter but still in your skin tone but they're generally telling me to change my skin tone so mm. i'm black and they are brown and they they see the black and think i'm because i'm indian they think oh i'm part of the brown but but they don't see that as a different skin tone or as a different person of color that i'm black so the fact mm. that they want you to change that to come to their side like it's no more it's no more like oh everybody in asia is brown so at least you're under that umbrella mm-hmm. so now there are variations if you want to change to be a bit lighter or so but i'm in the variation in terms of in the nigerian in the indian context i'm half nigerian so i am black mm-hmm. so if someone is telling me i have to come to their side it's like changing my skin color the right. tone of the color so it's a it's a it's it's another layer deeper um so that I, of course you know when i was in i was when i was in in sorry were you saying something i was just say like you talk you were just saying that it's a layer deeper and yeah i i completely agree that it is and i think it's just that through constant like educating our elders and maybe like you know standing up against their old time views on what they see is just yeah. okay will pave the way for hopefully will pave the way to you know a better future for everyone of people of all color i you can try changing their yeah. mindset like you said before right you can try making them un, like make them change how they view you but sometimes it's you know you can't control what other people think right so you just have to do your best but yeah just push that. yeah yeah exactly you just have to keep pushing you're going to say something so yeah what i i was i was trying to say that that's the case when i was in india like i even remember where a relative was you know kind of scared for me that you know i'm finishing my school but you know i don't fit you know i don't look bengali enough for my pictures to be given out um, i i i found that i i just didn't want to really start a ruckus but it really right. like went it i really felt bad that oh i'm not so that even is what's caused that that's probably another topic but you know mm-hmm. your esteem in your beauty what yeah. is, what is the definition of beauty it wrecks that too but meanwhile in the nigerian context it's the it's the other way there's that entitlement because to in nigeria i'm seen as fair i'm seen as you know i'm not as dark as them so mm. them so i'm seen as an oibo oibo means like fair skin foreigner so here i've noticed that there is you know there is more opportunity to listen to you but the downside is like people don't take you seriously Like you right. see your face, you're pretty, and it it's really bad here. So you just have people doing different different things to get your attention. You're not taking you seriously at work. I remember 
this was very recent like i i traveled somewhere to get information on a certain project and this person is talking to me about how i look in my display picture about how do you like to wear short clothes and i'm like aren't we at work you know so this is a professional environment not saying that if it was a non-professional yeah. environment that somebody could be asking like i'm calling an inappropriate question exactly i'm calling to find out about something relating to nothing about my picture and <laughs> same thing it, it 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 also so the the skin tone also invites a lot of attention from guys so hmm. when you get that attention from guys the girls feel a sort of so i i have been i have been a i have been a victim where sometimes girls feel threatened even till now it happened in school i just found out very recently from my friend that yeah you didn't have friends in school because like you were just having having the guys um you're getting the guys attention and the other girls that like those guys didn't like you automatically but i didn't know all Or, that yeah in plus you're you're younger right and also you're you're just yeah. you're just being you you're just there to study and make friends right and exactly you're not so i didn't have all these things in my mind right it's just interesting it's like people people it seems like of all ages have these preconceived notions of you know whether that skin tone and knowing that whether you're different in some sort of light that you you're put in this box right and they just make you this yeah. you can just almost say like one dimensional kind of person where a per- person cannot be one dimensional right and so i, I kind of I can't imagine growing up not being able to make friends with other, you know, females, women, girls because the guys they like want to talk to you because of this like how society has built up um colorism, you know, in our minds. Yeah. So on one hand in Nigeria it's like the 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 look is good. But yeah there's also the back side of you won't be taken seriously you would get unwanted attention you might not have girlfriends yeah. and then you skip over to India where it's like the opposite guys don't want you <laughs> because you don't look a certain type family is scared for you that you won't get married and you know so it's just like yeah so where am want, i we don't want those guys anyways <laughs> exactly so yeah It's- it's generally it's generally been like that mm-hmm. but i like i said i think you've just unapologetically always just been a badass and for me that's always been inspiring right of course just getting to know you over the last six years is it's just been so like i amazing to see you how you've grown Aww. and yeah but but while going through all of this right and and sometimes maybe most of the time doing doing it by yourself cuz you know you're yeah. we're all unique and and sometimes you're just not the support isn't there i guess like if like how how do you think we can change the percep- like the perception or inspire young women perhaps who are facing the same challenges you did and you are Yeah, I think having a support system helps, you know, helps to voice your emotions or what you feel. Like for example, I didn't really have more pe- people like me, so it was mostly my sister 
mm-hmm. my younger sister but i think it helps when you have examples all around you and even though they are not exactly in the same position as you but hearing them seeing them making bold moves it would inspire you in a way and is i feel it's to have a great support system that's why this platform is really great where you just hear different dds and you know, yeah fully i would get inspired by someone and someone over there would get inspired by what i do that oh you know what if she can do this then i can do this or you know so i i think it's having a great support system because i feel these problems will still happen mm-hmm. like it's not going to be easy for the world to change very quick quickly where everybody's into you know equality i mean till now we right. don't have right like 30 years old women were not ar- allowed to vote exactly you know? and, exactly and we still to an extent we still have that difference in pay gap so mm-hmm. there's a pay gap rather and so, there's still some countries where women can't vote right can't yeah can't drive can't step out of the yeah. house right so we still have yeah, these- still all these even if government like with laws there are laws in place that you know women should be allowed to do this still in the nuclear family or society you still have mm-hmm. these micro inequalities going on here and there so mm-hmm. my point is these things are still going to happen mm-hmm. you know you're still going to have that relative talking about your face or boys being guys being guys and liking fair skin and whatever yeah. but i think i think the most important is to have a proper support system and to always you know be a you you know i, I would say like a firm yeah it's it's a hard one it is hard you, know, you have to kind of tell yourself that you know you have to read you have to see you have to have a support system because yeah. these issues are still going to happen it's like a path path everybody has to follow everybody would have insecurities mm-hmm. because we have a society that enables this kind of behavior still now yeah. because that's what they were taught in their past that oh fair is and even taught now right even yeah. taught now there's many people i meet that are our age and they think you know how our parents or grandparents or elders in the community or people you meet yeah. that are from exactly. the older generation who are our age that think similarly you know and I, i agree with you i think it's so important to have a support system and it is a tough one right because sometimes you talk it out with your friends and or your family members and you feel good about it but sometimes you don't feel good about it and you feel stuck and i think in so those it's even like finding the right people yeah which sometimes can be hard i it can be and i think yeah it's important to just kind of sometimes put yourself out there so you can meet people that you trust 100% why I wanted to start this platform you know if you can event you can eventually connect people that you know are in a similar situation who can easily you know empathize with you and help you to build skills so what what are you currently working on So I I'm you know I'm kind of currently in Nigeria and I'm doing my I'm working in a nature park right now as an environmentalist there but the problem I've come across is many people that come to the nature park they're like why why am I coming to visit 
space with just trees around like you know that essence of why we are doing what we are doing why mm-hmm. environment why there should be an environmental movement like many people don't know like mm-hmm. for example in other countries let me take india for example now whether they would do projects to conserve the tigers or not that's different but they know that it's important to conserve that we have to conserve this tiger or we have to conserve this green space in nigeria we are kind of in ground zero where it is why are we supposed to protect it like what is it there for so i recently started this um youtube channel called mean greeny and it's a, an educative and interactive platform where i'm going to take people explain to them in a fun educative way why we are here and what we can do in simple ways because i think many people like to wait for the government for things to happen and the truth is no movement ever ever started with the government it's usually with individual people everybody has to do something small and mm-hmm. can you imagine like millions of people just doing adopting something mm-hmm. you know so that is what i want my platform yeah, to yeah you you know i'm all for it But yeah, I watched your video. I think it's amazing and I encourage anyone who's listening to share and follow, like, comment, subscribe to Monica's channel, Mean Greeny. Is that right? Mean yeah. Got it. Mean Greeny. Noise. Any final thoughts and advice to those listening? Uh Just be yourself. Be it's it's scary. it's mind especially especially in a world where we as women we're told what to do we're told where to be the thing is slowly slowly with different movements that is breaking so this is the best time to just be yourself like if the truth is if people people really like you they will follow you that you know they would joke about oh the fact that oh you're weird you're funny but they will still come <laughs> still come and chill with you yeah so, don't have to change yourself and say you want to fit in a box because honey even when you do that you're going to still have people talking about you like talking yeah. bad stuff about you just like i said whatever you do a good thing a bad That's thing trying to fit in to not fit in people, people are going to talk about talk about you, you. yeah so be happy and be yourself and you will have the right tribe following you I always believed that and that has helped me a lot and I that's my advice. <laughs> that's so good. Thank you Monica for sharing your stories and advice. Your journey is amazing and you're an incredible person. So and to those who are listening, please check Thank Monica you. out. <laughs> Thank you and please tune in every Tuesdays 5 p.m. on London time. I'm your host Preet And remember like Monica said being yourself right just be yourself because it's the most beautiful thing you can be and don't let anyone else tell you any different <laughs>